Hello, this is Andrew from the Indie Interview, and I am really interested today. I have the author of this book, Over 50, Get That Job, Adrian Foster Fletcher, on the, uh, the interview today. And I'm hoping that we can crack a lot of the questions that people have been asking me over the last month. I think it's a very tough time. Uh, people are finding it hard to get a job, but I know Adrian has the experience and the knowledge to help us through this. So hello, Adrian. Hello, Andrew. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you too. Now, I hope you don't mind if I go straight into some questions. Um, there, there is one big, well, there are two big questions that really override anything at the moment, it seems, for job hunters over 50. I, and I've spoken to many people who are sending, sending out hundreds of CVs but never get a response. So I wondered if you had some some wise words about the whole idea of pushing out CVs and large quantities of them and what what's the best thing to do? Stop applying for jobs online. Simple period. And here's and here's why. As a headhunter, when I was going through a response from the Sunday Times, mm -hmm. if I gave it my full attention. I could go through 50 in a day. So that's 250 in a week. A lot of companies getting hundreds of responses. Now the people getting these responses have a job to do as well. So because it's gonna take them 10 working days or longer to go through the response, they've then defaulted to having a piece of software to do this initial sorting for them. And this software uses algorithms and the algorithms pick who they want to see, who they don't want to see. And that's why you're not getting any answers and any replies. And also it just damages your mental health because you keep replying and you hear nothing back. There's not even a, not even a no thank you. You just hear nothing at all. So I, my response is very simple. Stop applying online. I, it, it's something that a lot of people have said to me. They're, they're throwing out CVs. Um, job, the job centre coaches that they have and maybe telling them, you know, numbers, numbers, numbers. But as you say, it's, it's very bad for the mental health because you think nobody wants me. So it does lead to another question. So what should you do? You should do two things. You should network with former friends and colleagues and you should apply direct. Those are the two ways because you have to take control of your job search and you have to stand out and make yourself look different. So how do you make yourself look different? Well, by applying direct, you immediately make yourself look different. Mm -hmm. Anyone that applies direct for a job that doesn't exist immediately stands out because companies don't get that many adverts, sorry, responses. So, for example, what I would do is, is I would, okay, it's difficult to do it right now, but when the pandemic lifts, mm -hmm. I would, in addition to sending an email with my CV document in, I would actually physically print one out and take it and into reception. And it's marked for the attention of the management director, Andrew Middleton, personal, private and confidential. You give it to the lady and say, please, could you see Mr. Middleton gets this before he leaves the office today? And that sets you apart immediately and they take the application seriously. When I was recruiting, uh, the next day after the interview, I'd phone up and say, oh, hello, how did the person get on yesterday for interview? Mm -hmm. Every time the answer was the same. 
what did they think of us? Mm-hmm. They said, every time. What that means is, you know, if we now say, oh, the person was very good, can we get them back? And I say, actually, they didn't much like you, don't want to come back. It's quite embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So the point about a direct applicant is that immediately the person can see, hang on, this person is serious. This person wants to join our company. That is such a good point. I haven't thought about it like, like that in that way, because, you know, it really does say a big message. And it's not, I just got to make the numbers up on getting my CVs out there. It's, I want to work for you. You, you mentioned networking. I don't know if you could give us a, a few thoughts about that. And people you know, you said. Yes, yes. In terms of building your network, the first thing is to write down the people who are who could be in your network and with 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 a piece of software like linkedin it does make it so much easier than it was 15 20 years ago yeah so now you can go in who have i worked with think about in other departments who was in technical who was in sales who was in legal who was in finance um and then the previous job and then perhaps customers you met or suppliers that you met so you build your list and then you can even do friends. Friends is a little bit more difficult because they're not always in the right industry for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having built that network then, you can then start to make contact. But you're not asking for a job. Mm-hmm. Saying, oh, are there any jobs going where you work, please? No, you're asking for information. Mm-hmm. So you do your research and you think, well, perhaps I'd like to join IBM. Mm-hmm. So you would say, Andrew, you know, I can see that years ago you worked for IBM. Tell me, you know, um, who would you recommend that I could make contact with there? So you're asking for advice, you're asking for information, you're asking for a referral. And you might say, well, actually, Adrian, by chance, the, the chap I knew is now the, uh, the sales director, the marketing director. And then you say, oh, that's fantastic. Well, I, I'm keen to see if there's some jobs there. Could you, could you introduce me? Of course I can. If someone can introduce you, mm. you say, oh, I'm not the same job because Andrew Milton recommended I speak to you. Then immediately you are set apart from everybody else. So it's, it sounds to me that, 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 that it's all about quality rather than quantity. It's about you using your head to make sure that you use those connections and present yourself in the best way. When I first started in recruitment, there was a chap who worked in the office a couple of desks away from me mm-hmm. and he'd been um, been laid off a couple of months after me so he came to me and I, and I thought of three companies where he could actually do a job for them I phoned them up contacted them and, and they hadn't any vacancies for what well, specialist role in European sales and so I went back to him and uh, after a week he came back he said I found somebody else who's taking my application seriously I said yesterday they emailed my CV to 300 companies. You've done three. They've done 300. Now that is getting on and doing a job. A month later. So how many interviews did you have from the 300 emails? We did not get a single response. So, you know, you have to think, you have to think like the jackal in the day of the jackal. Yeah. Don't behave like the US Army. So, right, I'm getting that, me- that message, you know, really strongly. I'm going to move on to another question now, because 
this is a big question and I'm hoping that you can give us some perspective on this. Um, particularly older job seekers. I think many of us concerned about our age and uh, perhaps COVID ageism. The big question is, should you, and how do you, if you should, disguise your age? Yes, you should. Uh, the first thing is, look at your email address. If your email address says Andrew Middleton 62, that's yeah. quite a giveaway as to how old you are. Yeah. Right. Secondly, you just put in the last 10, 15, 20 years on your CV. Mm -hmm. Before the year 2000, you put previous career and you say what you did in your previous career. No dates in it. You take the dates of your education. You take the dates of your university. You take off words like GCE. Mm -hmm. So you take off any clues as to how old you are. I mean, many years ago, I interviewed a man who was managing director of a company. And he was a, a really big cheese in our industry, one of the top five people. And I got his CV to interview him, and it said, 1972 F.W. Woolworth. And of course, it's the first thing I read his name. And I thought, how could you market yourself, down market yourself in such a strong way as that? And he said to me, what could I do? I said, you just put previous career retail. End story. Some good advice there. So, so yes, disguise your age. Don't don't give it away. Um, I'm just just thinking. You've already touched on it. You know, networking, asking for advice. Um, and I, I had had a question here. What's the best way to find find out about jobs? And you've probably already kind of answered it by saying use your connections. Don't worry too much about online. Um, job applications and, and be proactive going to companies. You know, it, is there any anything else you might add to that? Yes, very much so. I think, you know, when it comes down to it, you probably already know the name of the company you'll work for next. Mm -hmm. So rather than wasting your time doing endless CVs and applying for jobs, do your research. Yep. And your research starts off with, okay, there are probably 20 companies that I would like to work for. And you research and research and research and you find out all the people are, what they're about, you find their press releases. So when you go to them, you're going to the right person with the right message about the right issues for that company and the problems they're trying to solve right now. And my, my son going back, he'd left university a couple of years and he really wanted to get into radio. Mm -hmm. And he managed to talk his way in to meet the managing director of Kerrang, mm -hmm. which for a 22 year old was very impressive. But when he got there, he couldn't tell him, you should employ me because. Mm. And never forget, you should be very clear, you should hire me because. That's a very good piece of advice. So, so really think, think through though, you should hire me because, and, and make sure you know that. The starting point of your job search is, who am I and what do I do best and what job can I do? I've seen people who said, well, I could be in sales. I could be in technical sales. I could be in marketing. I could be in product marketing. I could, no, pick the thing you're best at and go for it. And if you're not sure, ask people you work with recently. What were my best skills? What to do best? They'll tell you and then, okay, then do that. Do not think that someone will pick out of your CV and say, gosh, this guy's been in sales. He could be a really good product marketeer. Let's get him in. It's a chance in a million. So you have to take control. Stop waiting for somebody else 
to tell you what you should be doing, what you're good at. If you don't know, it's about time you sort it out and found it. That's very good advice. Um, so if you are over 50, maybe late 50s, what would be your top three pieces of advice? You've already given us a lot of advice, but if you were to say to an, an over 50 year old, you should do this, this, this and this. Listen, your age, at some point they will meet you and take a view on how old you are. Yeah. Um, but I would say the first thing to do is not to apply for a job. Mm -hmm. I would apply for some contract work. Mm -hmm. I would I would write to Mason Director and say, I, you know, I can do some contract work for you one day a month, one day a week. Uh, and here's what I can do for you. I can see you're expanding in Europe. I've got good knowledge of Europe. I've right. got some good mm -hmm. contacts in Spain and France. You, you, send them, you send them a letter, not even a CV, a letter. Dear Mr. Middleton, I see your company expanding in Europe. I have good experience in this. I'd like to discuss it with you further. I'll call you next week to arrange to come and meet you for an initial chat. No CV, no age, nothing. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. go and see him. Then you go there, you have four pieces of paper. Each piece of paper has six points on it. Here's what I can do for you. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't want a job. I just want day a week and by the time you have two and certainly three days a week you've got much more money if you had a proper job um i had an example of this where a guy got to 50 he'd done well and retired mm -hmm. the american company came to me and they said well, we're coming to europe would you do one day a week for us mm -hmm. yeah okay and one day became five days then five days i said look i'm sorry but there'll be a point now you're costing us a lot of money you have to be an employee or you have to leave and reluctantly, he said, yes. Oh, and by the way, you get some stock options. Mm -hmm. Cash the stock options two years later for £5 million. So have you a really big piece of advice, that you, you know, overarching piece of advice for getting a job over 50? Make yourself stand out. Okay. No matter what it is, no matter who you're seeing, who you're applying to, just think, how can I make myself stand out? That's the most important thing. Because, you know, people just become a blur when you see yeah. them. Just think, what can I do today to make myself stand out? Whether you go in last for interview, mm -hmm. whatever it is, just find ways to make yourself stand out. Now, we haven't even talked about your book, um, Over 50, Get That Job. Uh, I. I I have read through this. This is packed full of really useful advice. And of course, you know, I'm going to recommend it as a resource, um, presumably available for all good online Amazon. shops. Amazons, yes. Amazon. So we can find it on, on Amazon. So that's over 50, get that job by Adrian Foster Fletcher. Get that next job. That next job. Yeah, absolutely. Get that next job. And I noticed I was able to get the COVID-19 revised edition. So it sounds like you've put some extra, extra bits in there. Yes, I think, I think COVID-19 has just made everything, everything said in the book is, is right, but it just makes it extra difficult. I mean, for example, I had someone recently saying, you know, follow your dream. And right now, in, with, after COVID-19, it's absolutely the wrong time to follow your dream. Unless you've got deep pockets, and can, and can do without any income for a year, couple of years. This is not the time to follow your dream. Now is the time to find a job and do something 
that will bring you in money that pays your bills. And I, I noticed that um, the government statistics recently suggested that if you are over 50, you, it's funny you should mention next couple of years, um, you know, you're more likely to be out of work for more than two years than um, any other age group. So it makes sense to concentrate and really focus your attention on your next job, job search. Yes, and there's some good stuff in there as well about writing a CV. Um, you know, getting the CV right is absolutely crucial. And to put in a perspective, I can't think of any candidate I ever sent out for interview who I did not change their CV. Uh, and there's some nice nuggets as well about the interview and how preparing for the interview by thinking about the obvious questions which come up over and over again and clearing the sideboard and putting these sheets of paper on there with a heading for each interview question that comes up, then writing your answers down. So when you get to interview, those things are right at the front of your mind, what you're going to say, rather than stumbling and, and, and thinking of the best answer as you drive home half an hour later. So that's over 50, over 50 get that next job by Adrian Foster Fletcher, available on Amazon. If people wanted to talk to you, is there any way that they could um, contact you? So yes, by all means. I mean, I mean my, my, my details are on, on the internet. It's not, I'm not a hard person to find with a name like mine. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure you, know, you can pass out my email address and I'm happy to talk to people on a one-to-one -one basis. I mean, that's what we do at Career Springboard. Thank you very much, Adrian. It's been a really interesting chat packed full of content so thank you for your time this morning thank you for yours andrew appreciate it thanks for joining us on the indie interview for more information tools or to book one of our team to work with you or your business or if you'd like us to speak at your event or conference visit imnotdoneyet.co.uk if you have any questions or comments please email us at andrew at imnotdoneyet.co.uk Please do follow or like us on Facebook or Instagram.